0: Welcome to the Living in the Yum podcast. I'm your host, Emma Garrison, founder of The Body Solution, entrepreneur, mindset coach, NLP master practitioner, and lover of lifelong learning. Each week, the Living in the Yum series brings innovative, thought-provoking, and actionable content to help you to gain clarity, alignment, and connection with your soul and body. It's time to take action to take an authentic stand for yourself, and unapologetically live more into the yum every single day. Are you ready? Here we go. Uh, Oh my gosh, we are back, you guys. Another episode of Living in the Yum podcast. I'm so excited to be back here. I missed last week because it was crazy town, man. Like, so busy and so serving with my free 20-minute coaching calls, um, getting my group program up and running. If you haven't heard about those, go check out my Instagram. I'll drop the link below with details. Um, But yeah, it's just, I mean, it's been a crazy couple of weeks. I know you guys are feeling it too. And there's so much that I want to share and talk about and talk through that um, I don't even know how to organize and get moving in my brain. Um, So I may be dropping some podcasts more frequently than once a week and just not have a set schedule so that whenever things come, I can just put them out. So I think we'll do that. So I think for today... What I want to talk about is the importance of moving through anger during this process. And especially for my ladies out there who don't typically tap into this emotion, um, I listened to the other day an amazing, amazing call with one of my favorite teachers, Christine Hassler, and her husband, um, Steph Safondos. I love them both so much. You guys should check it out. I have their free calls on my free resources, highlight reel on my Instagram, which is at Emma M Garrison. So check it out there um, and you can see when their next calls are. I'm trying to reshare those as much as possible to give you guys lots of free resources um, because so many amazing amazing people in my community are putting them out. So definitely check out that little highlight reel. Um, But back to anger. So right now, really what this is uh, in our world and what people are experiencing is grief. And grief can vary so much across the board, both on a timeline perspective and on an emotion wheel perspective, like it's all over the freaking map, which is why we're seeing so many people with such different responses to what's happening right now. And there's a couple of things that I want to throw out there. Number one, wherever you're at in the process is perfect. Whatever you're experiencing is perfect. It might be apathy or fear or uncertainty or you know, not being motivated or not feeling productive. It could be a swimming amount of things. It could be sadness. And all of it is just right. Even if it doesn't feel that way, even if you're seeing like in the news or on social that whatever you're feeling is different than everybody else. This is really a beautiful time to practice um, lack of self-judgment, we're like constantly craving external validation in our world. I want to know if I'm doing it right or if I'm doing it wrong. And the truth is that's really just about wanting to be loved and accepted and belonging. It's like a greater desire to connect and there's no right or wrong way to move through what we're experiencing. So what I want to talk about, um, which is actually a different direction than what I thought, but I want to talk about the stages of grief just to bring some clarity and maybe some certainty to what you're actually experiencing and knowing, oh damn, okay, this is all right. So we're grieving lots of things right now. We're grieving normalcy. We're grieving not spending time with people. We're grieving disconnect. We're grieving what was, we're grieving how things were quote supposed to look in life. And Oh, it can come in so many different shapes and sizes in different times, as I mentioned before. So some of the stages of grief um, can look like shock, which is really like that initial paralysis of hearing the bad news, whatever's coming up um, is sort of confusing and shocking. Denial is is another stage where we're just trying to avoid the inevitable. Then there's anger, which is the frustration, outpouring of bottled up emotion. And this often comes from suppression. Anger is like the most suppressed emotion, especially for women. Um, The other thing that I want you to keep in mind as I'm sharing these is grief isn't necessarily linear so it doesn't mean that shock then denial then anger happens it just means these are different processes that we might move through during this time um another stage is bargaining so seeking in vain for a way out like how do i get out of this like trying to move past without actually moving through depression so that's sadness and and finally realizing oh this is inevitable and then experiencing whatever comes up with that There's also a sort of testing phase, which is seeking realistic solutions. This is especially true if you listen to my Coping Mechanisms podcast. Um, For those of us who are computers, they want to like overanalyze and really dive deep into into solution mode, um, which doesn't always serve us as far as moving through what we're experiencing. And then usually the last stage of grief is acceptance and finally finding the way forward and really just like being with what is. Um, So remember, these are not at all in a certain order. We experience them at different rates, in different orders. All the things uh, vary, which is why we're all experiencing this so differently from one another. And that's okay. So let's dive into the anger piece just a little bit more. Um, and and I'm gonna come at it from like a process perspective, so bear with me here. The, the initial stage of grief usually, like I mentioned before, is shock. And this kind of triggers a like victim, sad, hopeless, helpless mentality of like, is this ever gonna get better, which then drives the fear. And what we know to be true is what really gets people to start shifting into new behavior is getting willing to tap into that anger. If we don't get angry, we're going to remain passive and sort of wait for somebody to tell us what to do, and we won't be able to move out of that sadness and anxiety. Because here's the deal, you guys. After anger, there's so much creativity, innovation, energy, passion so much forgiveness and what we usually try to do especially if you're an overanalyzer or computer is we're usually trying to just to just jump right to forgiveness without feeling all the feelings and anger is the easiest most common emotion to suppress especially for women and it's stored in our body and we have to feel it in order to release it Like, we can't just feel the sadness because there's more than that. And again, because anger is usually so suppressed, we don't even know how to move through it. We don't know how to bring it up. It's pretty uncomfortable for most people. So here's the thing, and here's the truth, is that anger is not about blaming anyone at all. It's not about blaming the president. It's not about blaming people who are going out and not abiding by social distancing, none of that serves us. What anger is truly about is moving it up and out of your body. So for all my logical people out there, because I'm super logical myself, and it took me a long time to buy into the wooey because I felt like it wasn't really sitting on anything. But here's what I know to be true, is that, Our experiences that we have today are not necessarily about what's happening right now. So we think about anger that, again, is suppressed and being held in our bodies most of the time. And what that anger drives, which sort of goes back to sadness. Women will express anger with sadness, typically. Um, It can show up through anxiety and stress and uncertainty, which um, any of those emotions resonating <laughs> for our experience right now, I'm going to guess some of you are having um, at least a few of those emotions spinning through the wheel right now. So what's true is that most of what we're reacting to is unfinished business that we've experienced, usually as a child, sometimes into adulthood as well. And What we want to ask ourselves is when was the first or worst time that I really deeply experienced uncertainty or anger? And what was that experience like? How did mom or dad react? Did they tell you to suck it up? Did they tell you to release it and let it be? Did they tell you to, um, maybe they didn't tell you anything. Maybe they just neglected your request for love and support during that time. And each of those experiences is likely going to define how you move through this time. And this isn't about mom or dad doing it right or not doing it right or whatever you may be, you know, contouring up. This isn't about blame. This is just about our human experience. And we all have a human experience and we all move through things differently because each of our experiences have been different. So for example, if um, mom and dad were neglecting you when you were showing that you were scared or uncertain as a child, it's likely that during this time you're feeling really neglected and alone and abandoned. Whether that's reality or not is really um, not the question. It's does that feel true for you in this moment? And if it does, it's a beautiful time to try to move through whatever that experience was. And the cool thing here is that our brains don't know the difference between a well-imagined experience and reality. So there are a multitude of ways that you can go back into your experience and recreate whatever it was that happened if you're interested in doing that Drop me a DM on Instagram or Facebook and um, we can get you set up for the free 20-minute coaching call. I think I'll save that for a different time, podcast, what have you, um, because there's a lot that we can dive into there. But what I want to bring up is we can start to move through these experiences that we've had in the past. So wherever you may still be storing anger or uncertainty or fear from things when you were a kid, most likely, is what's showing up right now. So we get to rewrite the script and we get to move through that to release it up and out of our bodies. So Again, the anger and uncertainty is really not about this time. It's about all the other times that you felt it, and it all gets to come up and out right now. So there are a plethora of ways that you can move through anger and uncertainty, and different things will work for different people. Um, I will link Steph and Christine's free call that they did around some breath work and meditation of um, moving through anger. It was really, really amazing for me. And I think you guys will love it. So I'll drop that down below. The other thing, um, is something called the temper tantrum process, which is literally you getting to throw a temper tantrum. So often we're just like, okay, breathe through it. It's okay. It's okay. That's a lot of the rhetoric that I have in my head from, being little is we're okay. It's okay. We're just going to keep going. It was like a lot of, uh, deflection and a lot of distraction. And that's how I've learned to cope as an adult when anger or fear or uncertainty or whatever the emotion is comes up. Sadness. Oh my gosh. I didn't cry for probably 10 years. Um, I just was feeling like I wasn't able to tap into that emotion, but that was just based on my programming. That was just based on what I believed the safest way to handle emotion was. That didn't actually have to be true for me. And so as we move through anger and uncertainty, just remember, oh, this is just my programming showing up. So especially if you're somebody who grew up in a household where anger was really scary, like physically threatening, um, or if you grew up in a household where anger was unsafe, um, you get to reprogram your experience. We're all having this massive opportunity to really look at the parts that need healing and the limiting beliefs and the shadow sides, and this could be part of it. Moving through the emotions, especially anger, may feel scary or uncomfortable and that's okay. We get to remember this is just part of the process. This is part of healing. This is part of what we're here to do and learn and be. So the other thing to remember is, again, like I shared in the beginning, the other side of anger is usually creativity and productivity and yummy and it's again it's not always linear but we get to create space in our bodies to then refill with the yummy stuff if we are at capacity with fear and anger and sadness and all of the things we're not going to have space for the for the beautiful yummy things so all we're doing here is making space we're just getting free we're freeing ourselves just a little bit more So back to the temper tantrum um, experience, I digress. (laughs) Um, This can look any kind of way that you like it to. What I would recommend is clearing out the house of um, pets. So maybe put your dogs outside if you have a fenced yard. Um, Get really comfortable with being uncomfortable and releasing any judgment that you have around your roommates or parents or family or whoever may be nearby that can be listening and grab a pillow or a pool noodle. Pool noodles are great because they make a lot of freaking noise. And throw on some loud music. And get really, really real with yourself. Pump yourself up about anything that you might be angry about. People you might be angry at. This is a great time to be angry at um, whoever. If it's the president or if it's the People who aren't abiding by the rules. Use whatever you need to use to ramp up and tap into that anger. It could be Joey from third grade telling you you had thunder thighs. Like, whatever. Find resources and ways to get you tapped into that anger. Because what we want to do is lift it up and get it out. And then you're just going to go freaking ham. Have the music blasting hit things with your pool noodle, with the pillow, scream, use your voice. This is like prime time, especially for my women out there to use your voice. Drop some fuck you's really loud. I like to use the phrase fuck you because and then fill in the blank when I'm doing this. Um, sometimes when I'm doing this, I like to get on my back and like kick my legs in the air and swing my arms around. It sounds so silly, but it's so therapeutic as far as um moving things up and out. If you have a punching bag, use a punching bag. There are so many different ways in which you can do this. Um the only thing that matters in my opinion is really tapping into the anger and letting it move through your body. So That could be screaming, that could be kicking, that could be hitting things, um, it could be punching in the air. Let yourself do whatever you feel comes up and do it without self judgment. This is a process that can feel tricky to do without judgment, but if you're holding judgment around it, you're not actually allowing what's there to come out. And I speak this from experience. The first time I did this process, (laughs) I remember so clearly saying, oh, I have nothing to be angry about. I'm not angry. And if you're feeling that way, okay, awesome. Um, Do your best to tap into things that make you sad or upset or that you're super passionate about and let those move through your body. But here's what I know to be true and what Christine Hassler always says is that um, she's never met a person who... um, doesn't experience anger. She's just met people who suppress their anger. And I am the perfect example of that. Like I said, I was not feeling any type of anger. I didn't think I had it. I was like, mm, I just don't have access to it. Um, The truth was there was a lot of anger in there. It was just waiting to be released. I didn't know it was there because I was avoiding and distracting and choosing other ways to numb that experience. But I didn't know what was happening. This is all subconscious. Our brains are super, super smart and super, super powerful. So keep that in mind. Um, if you are like in an apartment building, you can scream into a pillow. You can do your fuck yous because into a pillow. There's lots of ways to make this work. It could just be dancing around like really aggressively um, and not like sexy dancing, but like just like move your body in weird ways without judgment dancing. So, um, once you're done with this process, what I encourage you to do is sit really still and drop into some form of a meditation, whatever meditation looks like for you, whether that's soft dance, whether that's um, silence, whether that's a guided meditation. Just be, like feel your body tingling, feel the experience moving through you, and be okay with whatever is coming up for you. A lot of times after this process, I have a lot of tears and just releasing So just be okay with that, with whatever it is. Um, And then as you move through the just being process, what we want to do is refill that tank. So remember I talked about the anger being an opportunity to free us, to create physical space in our body to refill with the yummy. So as you move through the tears, as you move through your meditation, as you move through um, whatever you choose to do as a um, being with process after the anger release, then we get to move into Celebration. And you may not feel like doing this right away, and that's okay. You don't need to. But it's an offer if you feel like, wow, that was a big release. That was really yummy. I let anger out. I let the tears out. I vocalized what I needed to say that's been sort of bottled up for so long. Then we get to celebrate. Throw on a song that empowers you, that lifts you. Some of my favorites for this process and the end of this process are Ghost by Ella Henderson. Roar by Katy Perry, Unstoppable by Sia. There are so many yummy options. If you can find a song that you really connect with, it'll be most effective for you. I'm actually going to drop a couple of songs down below in the description that I would recommend you move into. And I think a really beautiful way to do this is to start with a slower song and then move into something that's a little bit more upbeat. So the transition from that yummy, peaceful state is a little bit smoother and easier for you. Um... So again, remember, there's no need to judge how your experience looks during this process, especially anger, especially the emotional release where tears might come, especially the freak flag fly dancing at the end. This is like the most freeing experience if you allow yourself to move through it sans judgment. So give it a try. Let me know what you think. Shoot me a DM once you've done it and tell me about your experience. I'm so excited for you all to step into your anger so you can move through it and allow it to come up and out of your body. It's so powerful. Remember, whatever you're experiencing, whatever process you're in um, during this grief experience and time, it's perfect. There's no way that you should be feeling right now. There's no right or wrong way to do this we're all human beings, we're all moving through it together. And if we can do that without having that self-judgment, things will move a lot quicker as far as emotions go. And tapping into that productivity and creativity and passion and the yumminess will come quicker and more effectively if you can release that self-judgment. So this is just one tool of so many that we have in our toolboxes and that we have access to. So um, if you would like to have more insight into these different tools and different practices, shoot me a DM. Let's hop on a free 20-minute coaching call and um, we can talk more about the group program that I'm offering. DM me if you'd like more information about that. It's not free, but it is super, super discounted for this time to really allow for community and connection. Um, And just being seen and heard and witnessed and moving through these processes like the temper tantrum technique that feels so weird and uncomfortable and doing it together, not necessarily at the same time, but everybody breaking out and getting to try new things and then coming back and talking about their experience in a really safe, yummy, judgment-free zone. So if you're interested in that, drop me a DM on Instagram at Emma M Garrison. And until next time, I'll talk to you guys soon. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode or any episode of Living in the Yum podcast, please take just a minute and show it some love by subscribing, rating, and leaving a comment. This helps us to continue spreading the yum and changing lives across the globe. Speaking of, I work with clients in one-on-one settings around the world, and I'm so, so excited to announce to you my new 90-day one-on-one container, The Body Solution. If you know that you are feeling called and ready to really up-level your life, to shift your experience with your body and soul connection, drop me a DM at Emma M. Garrison on Instagram. I do have limited spaces available so that I can maintain the depth with my clients, but I would love to hear from you if this sparks Thank you so, so much for taking the time to be here today with me. I so appreciate and value that. And I'm sending you so much love, so much light, and so much yum. I'll talk to you soon.